0: Hello and welcome to How Did You Do It? Did we enjoy that little intro or did I lose the entirety of you in the first 15 seconds? As I sat down to start this recording, I took a deep breath and I went, come on universe, give me something, give me something that Tells me that this is going to be great. And at that moment, I wish there was a recording of this. My cat literally vomited three times and then she went to the kitty litter and she did a huge pile of shite. So I then got up, cleaned up some puke, cleaned up some shit, and was like, cool, we may as well stop before we start, shall we? If you guys could see the setup I have here, it is pretty impressive. Um, I am here though. I am here with my headphones on, the microphone in front of my face. And if someone had asked me three weeks ago if this is where I would be sitting, I would have said no. I recently was discussing the creation of this very podcast with a beautiful friend of mine and he said to me, I want you to record an episode on how you did it. (laughs) I really sat back and thought, what have I done though? How did I do what? And yet my podcast is called How Did You Do It? in this quest to find how people pushed through their fears and how they chose courage over the doubt in their mind. And it got me thinking that if I don't have something on paper like I have won such and such award or I own such and such business, if I don't have anything profound on paper by society's standards, then what did I actually do? In pushing myself to really think about chapters of my life, I started reflecting on moments where people did say to me, I don't know how you got through that or how did you do that? And it made me realize that every day we are all actually doing something. The decisions that we are making, the thoughts that we are surrendering to, and the habits that we are engaged in, which ultimately depicts the life that we are creating. So, why do we look at some people as making it or doing something when? We can be just as fulfilled in the quieter moments of our life too, the quiet successes and the quiet moments of bravery. Do you know what? I actually tried to say bravery the other day and I said bravery and I've just done that again. But the quiet moments of bravery or truth. Brave for someone might mean that They're not letting their anxiety dictate their decisions or they are doing one thing each week to take back their control over their anxiety or maybe they act differently in a stressful situation to what they once would have. They're actively choosing a different reaction and they're working on that within themselves and that is where we have to be our own cheerleader, right? No one teaches us how self-validation Is the most powerful tool we have to push past our own boundaries. There have been so many times in my life where I have wanted to take a leap of faith, but something has stopped me. And the only person that that has affected is me. My life, my journey. I want to make one thing clear that, you know, whilst I will be talking to people who have done amazing things, it doesn't take away how amazing each of us are, no matter what, no matter what choices you make. Once we act in love and kindness and compassion towards each other, we're all on the same level. There is no one above, one below. You know, I am me, you are you, but ultimately we're on this journey. What I am interested to learn, though, is how some people are so-called doing it. What I mean by doing it is we all have somewhat control over our lives. So how are some people making choices that are bringing them to creation, whilst others might be making choices that are inducing or enhancing some form of suffering? You know, there's that saying, suffering is inevitable, but misery is a choice, and What happens when we step into the fear and step out of our misery, our thoughts that lead to the same behaviours, that lead to the same patterns, that lead to a life that we ultimately feel is misaligned to what we want. I think that everyone has a dream. And... When you get to know people and you get to have those conversations, like my dream would be to X, Y, Z. And it's like, why? Why don't you do that? And then we have all the excuses and we have the blocks. So what I'm interested in is how people are pushing past those blocks and trusting even when it doesn't go to plan, but not giving up on that dream. For me I have a dream that feels totally and utterly scary because I know what the dream is I know why the dream is the way that it is but I don't know how to get there so I understand the choosing an option that feels easier but ultimately every option is hard which we know right and I'm just spitting out things that I see I absorb i I tell myself and whatever path you choose and decisions you choose, there's going to be hard attached to that. So why not incorporate something that excites you and you don't have to know the how if you know your what and your why. And so again, when I was asked, how did I do something? I thought, but I haven't really done anything. And what a shame to immediately go to that thought when I'm sitting here taking steps into something that I feel totally passionate about and aligned to and it made me think back to a couple of stories from when I was younger and stories that I really believe show us from our childhood core personality traits that may quietened down due to society conditioning so I want to tune into a story about when I was a little bit younger and this story actually came to me out of the blue the other day um I think that if you asked the people closest to me to describe some of my strengths and also let's pretend that this isn't totally the most uncomfortable thing for me to actually be voicing but people would call me brave and they would say that i have an ability to tap into courage and vulnerability and just as a side note it is a really beautiful activity to do whenever you're starting something or whenever you feel unsure collate compliments that people have given to you the ones that you remember and read back over them i have a list that i actually started a couple of years ago and if I didn't have those compliments written down, I would have forgotten them. And it is a moment in time where someone is gifting you what they see in you. And so I think that it is a great thing to read back over whenever you are in a moment of uncertainty. But um, so the bravery thing. So I was at the beach and I saw this lifeguard on a jet ski and I would have been about 12. So I wasn't super interested in the lifeguard at that point, but I was very interested in the jet ski. And I remember asking my mom if I could go on the jet ski, and she was like, "Gabs, you know, they're not here for to give people rides. They're they're here doing work, and you know, it's just it's just not appropriate to go on the jet ski." And I was like, "Yeah." In my head, I was like, "Okay, mum, cool," but I also really want to go on that jet ski. Like, there ain't any other jet skis around. That's the one jet ski I see. And I went up to the lifeguard. I swam up to him in the ocean, (laughs) and I said to him, "Hey." is it okay if I can go on the back of that jet ski? And he looked at me and he went, oh, I'm really sorry, but, you know, these jet skis are actually for saving people who are in trouble. Um, We don't really give, you know, kids a ride on them. And he looked at me and he goes, swim over to that cone in the ocean. And so I swam over and next thing he Comes on over on the jet ski, and we were whipping around the ocean. And I was twelve and living my best life. And my mom just looked up from the bank and saw me on the back of a jet ski with this guy. You know, I was thinking about how, as you get older, things may have bruised your ego. Maybe the lifeguard said yes to me on that jet ski, but maybe I was crushing on someone in high school who said no to wanting to make out with me. So. You make different decisions, and all of these things make you question yourself and they make you question what you're worth, and everything becomes a lot more serious as you get older. But inside us does live this part that knows how to be brave, that knows that the worst thing that can happen is that somebody says no and then you pick up and you move on, right? So, in starting this journey of wanting to speak to people, I thought to myself, why? Why would people want to say yes? And then I thought, what's the worst thing that can happen if they say no, right? That doesn't equal failure. It just means that that person isn't aligned to the types of discussion that I want to be having. So it's actually a privilege if people respect their boundaries and say no to me, because it means that it wouldn't be an authentic experience. So it made me think back to this so-called bravery component, right, that I have. But Also the parts of us that live within, you know, the memories of our childhood, the fun parts of us, the parts of us that if we really dig deep, maybe when you're in the shower or a room by yourself and (laughs) mind out of the gutter, I'm talking about times when you might be dancing or singing to your favorite song and those times where you feel free and liberated, the times that we were at a friend's party at the age of five and you'd play friggin what's it called like dance till the music stops or something butchered that one um musical statues but this is what I mean like there is this part of us that once upon a time no longer cared what other people thought you know and when I wanted to start this podcast I thought to myself oh but I'm gonna have to get the headphones and I'm going to have to get a tripod and I'm going to have to get a camera and then I'm going to have to promote it. And then I was like, man, that's not fun. That actually took away every little bit of fun part of it for me. And then I thought, oh, but you know, how am I going to find the time to do it? What am I going to do? When when am I going to do it? And I just literally had to dig deep within and I actually went and listened to a few podcasts and I stumbled across this podcast and I wish I could remember and I don't know how the copyright or whatever thing, how it all works. They were saying, you need to have three jobs. You need to have the job that gives you the income that lets you live your life and pay the bills that you need to pay. And whether that's something that you love, you hate, whatever, it, you need to be grateful for it because it's giving you the opportunity to live your life. You then need to have what they call an interest work, something that you're so interested in that you're in flow state. And maybe it's something that grows into something one day, but it gives you this outlet, an outlet to explore and to delve into an interest of yours that actually you lose track of time in. Time does not exist when you're doing this thing because you're so genuinely involved in it out of interest you can be working and still dedicate time in your life to this and that adds such a component of meaning meaningfulness wow is that a word meaningfulness purpose into your week so you then have this duality of gratitude for being able to pay your bills but also time in your week that Allows you to have this play of interest. And maybe it takes some time to find that interest. Maybe you need to go exploring into what it is and try different things. So, having the interest job alongside the means to an end job that gives this purpose into what you're doing. And then there's the hope job. And it's doing something where it's, I hope one day. That was the one thing that got me through that last boundary of but what if this fails? If this fails, then I still have my interest job and my means to an end job that allow me to have other components of my life so that it's not all banking on this one thing that I am investing my time and money and energy into. But then if this fails, who actually cares? Because I can't imagine that you guys are going to be keeping score on me. I can't imagine that you guys will care, but I know that I'll care. So if that is something that happens for me, then that will be part of my journey to work through fear of failure. So with all of the above said, I took away... All of the pressure that I put on myself of what this needed to be. And I thought to myself, I didn't think to myself, actually, I will correct myself. I spoke to someone who is unbelievable and he said to me, literally just do it, like just do it. So here I am just doing it. Three things I think are important. The first is if you want to do something and you're not sure how to do it, sweep away the shite, sweep away whatever makes you feel less than whatever makes you feel like you cannot do something, get rid of it. Is it accounts that you follow on social media? Is it people? Is it routine? Is it something that literally makes you feel like you are a lesser version than yourself? Number two, what are you feeding yourself? What thoughts are you thinking? Become conscious of them. I mean, this is such a big topic and one that I research every single week for myself because change is hard. Feeling the fear and the unknown is so freaking difficult. And I want to understand how people have felt that and created something for themselves and how they have felt the fear but done it anyway. And I'm in this process as well. I'm choosing every single week to feed myself positivity, mindfulness, a routine that builds me up and most importantly, surrounding myself with the right people. If you are surrounding yourself with people who doubt you or people who infiltrate your beliefs, then they aren't your people and I can assure you that I can count on one hand the people that will be definitely listening to this right now and those people are the people that build me up. encourage me and support me and make me feel like I am doing amazing beautiful things for them for me and it is life-changing it is life-changing to choose who you surround yourself by because that's what you become so pick those people intentionally if you are someone who is listening to this and your immediate reaction to all of those things that I was just speaking about was yeah, but I have kids or my job won't allow me or my routine is already so packed and I literally do not have the time or whatever story came up in your mind, then don't judge that story, but realize that that right there is your choice, your choice to believe that story, your choice to listen to that story. And that story so often does not allow us to move forward with any type of Growth or steps towards what we might want to achieve or create. And maybe you don't want to, and that's fine as well. If you are feeling like there is a yearning for something, or you are feeling like there is a gap that's missing of something to really feed your soul, then question what you can change. What is negotiable? You know, there's that saying that we all have the same amount of hours in the week. And maybe right now it's not about making those actions. Maybe it's about researching. Maybe it's about listening. Maybe it's about getting curious. Not everything has to end in dramatic action, you know? So take a think about where your mind went when I was talking about how I landed here with this microphone in front of my face, these headphones on my head. And a camera that I did not turn on because I was not feeling like I wanted to turn it on today. You know what? I'm picking my battles. And that was one that I really wasn't going to battle today. So that brings me to the end of how I got to where I am. That wraps up my little spiel intro of episode introduction, I'm going to call it. Um, And I am so excited to bring you a conversation and Questions and content, and cannot wait to share this journey. One last thing is that I am very aware of how busy everyone's schedules are, lives are, everyone runs their own little routine, and to have 20 minutes of your time listening to me and what I have to say and what I am bringing into this podcast really genuinely means the world to me. So thank you for your time and your attention.